Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the wonderful Calculated Conversation Radio Show. Yeah. Because there's things we just got to talk about, man. I'm your host, David J. And I'm Ken Jones. What's happening? What's up? What's happening? Yes. We did, are- you miss, did you miss us? I know, no. I know they have. Or no. But, uh, you know, this is corn. So we... Uh, we recording off site, as you know, uh, quarantine records. Mm-hmm. What we uh, what we doing? And so, uh, we hope this finds you in uh, good health and good energy, Righteous. and possibly restore any vibes that may have been lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is. Uh, <clears throat> I know y'all. These last two weeks for our, our our listeners that tune in weekly, we have that two part series with Casey from IFILC. Yeah, clutch. Uh, yeah, we ran that back. That was just a, a very important and powerful show. So wanted to make sure y'all got a good dose of that for the new listeners and for the, the people that's been around the last couple of years. It was just a nice little uh, reminder blast from right. the past. Right. Yeah, that was definitely one of the um, definitely one of the top four or five shows, man. I mean, information there was like invaluable. Right. You just you. I mean, you know, one of them things that you just don't really think about on that level until you actually hear somebody break it all down. You're like, dang, you know, then force you to reflect, uh, adjust sometimes and, you know, ultimately just grow, you know, I concur. I concur. So what's been good with you, brother? Nothing, man. Just, uh, you know, just staying busy as usual, man, uh, with what I can under the current circumstances. Gotcha. Gotcha. We are under. You, been, you know, but uh, you've been making it work to your advantage as usual. Yeah, I was about to say I ain't slow too. I ain't slow down too much. You know, I just uh, wash my hands more than I ever had to. You know, <laughs> I you know? feel like uh, yeah, that reminder to uh, pull out that uh, hand sanitizer be popping up way more than it did before for me. Right, I gotta pull. I gotta pull it out in front of somebody. I might shake your hand in one second. Pull that out. No disrespect. No disrespect. Right. Just know. Just know how we living. Right, right. <laughs> That's gotta what uh, uh, Morg had got on me, uh, quick, fast, and in a hurry about using the hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. She was talking about. I'm gonna just create the super version of it. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, let me live and enjoy this hand sanitizer and be clean. Mm-hmm. You and Morgan, Morgan always getting on you though, bro. What's up with that? Yeah, that's big sis energy. That's she gotta do, she gotta, she gotta do what she gotta do to make sure that uh she know that you love her. Yeah, <laughs> or that yeah. She love you. yeah, yeah. She she making sure to throw the, the stop check in here and there. Uh, uh it's it's cool. It'd be working, it'd be working. She, yeah, she the thing is she get a lot more public displays. I be catching her in real life and on the on the on the text message stream or something. She be catching those nice little uh, highlight reels though on the timeline. Yeah, she do. She do. <laughs> she be, she be, she come in clutch though often. Oh yeah, oh, at yeah. the right time with the right word. <laughs> <laughs> she be having it. Yeah, it's uh, over on this side of town. Uh, things been moving forward for me also. Um, I feel like creative space has opened up quite a bit. Uh, finding finding some good use of my time. Um, not letting myself sit idle for too long. Um, which, as we talked about on one of the previous shows, I need to learn still how to. But <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it feels like the rotation has been going pretty well. Uh, some of the uh, programming things I've been doing been clicking. And I don't know if it's because I'm forced to sit and focus a bit more. Really? But, so that stuff's been working in my favor. And, uh, yeah, just overall enjoying things. Eh? Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, you, you build some dope uh, 
double energy behind the visionary shirts oh, from yes. the time brand. Yes, yes. That's did, uh, did you expect that type of, uh, you know, response? You know, uh, for the for the visionary shirts, I did not. That's why when I, you know, first got the first shipment, I was just like throwing this out because I know over the years of it being idle and on ice, people had asked me, like, when is it coming back? When are right. you bringing those back? Right. As soon as they drop, let me know. And I kind of, you know, been giving people like, you know, at some point I'll do something. And then once I made the decision, like, okay, I'm going to just go all in and, you know, test this out. And the response was crazy, more than, crazy, like more than I could have thought and had to double back, <laughs> get some more. Yeah. And the people behind it been really pushing it. People have been speaking on his behalf. You know, you've supported the, the, the people with names and faces in the city have been getting behind it. I've been seeing the words pop up, even if it's just a share or yeah. Uh, uh, you know, liking, hearting, whatever, uh, the stuff being done, it's been dope. It's been dope. Yeah, it's good stuff, bro. I think, um, you know, I think that energy goes a long way, um, which is why it's important for a lot of people to make sure that when they do build brands and businesses that they got, that they got their own personal good energy tied into it. So it's that much more exclusive. You know, everybody want to be part of, you know, how fun Ken is and how intelligent he is and, the support he gives and we don't want to miss out on being able to get that back. Right. You know, so it's a law of attraction, man. Just, you know, social mathematics, brother. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I like it though, man. You know, I think it's cool. And I've been getting a lot, a lot of people been asking me too when I wear mine, like, you know, so I know that they're going to do something special, man. Yeah. And, and it's a good time for that, man. Uh, you know, uh, I've been trying to talk um, Sorrell into bringing yeah, that back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But okay. yeah. I'm like, you I'm like, you one of the pioneers, man. So, you know, you might as well, yeah. you know, at least give it a shot, um, you know, but it's just a good time, I think, to to in, reintroduce stuff or reintroduce stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, it seemed like people more open-minded, you know, um, they're more supportive. The town's more supportive than ever, than it's ever been. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, and those who are, you know, producing great quality, you know, things, food, products, items, and, and typically great energy and vibes are, are the ones out here, you know, making making some waves happen, man. Yes. You know, yes. it's yes. definitely good to see because this proves that it is never is never enough. You know what I'm saying? It's never it's never too many people doing the same thing. It's, it's never it's always going to be enough people ready to support. Right. It's way more supporters than it is brands, businesses, food cards, everything all combined. Hey. Say that you, again. <laughs> you know, just a matter of people being in a position to make sure that you speak authentically, you know, to the people so that they can recognize that as something different that I can be involved in. Righteous. And also is pushing in the same direction. Right. You know? So that's super dope, bro. And as you said, like that energy that put out and the way that it comes back, <clears throat> you know, plays a huge part in the way that we're able to maneuver, right? right. The way that we're able to show up and be present. And this made me think about um about two weeks ago, I had stopped over at the other food carts, back where the spaghetti cart was at. So in that little area, that little mm -hmm. pod. And uh, so as I'm walking up that day, I happen to be red from head to toe. And as I'm walking up to the carts, it was a dude like looking like he was with a group of dude, but he kept like looking. He was like locked in. And as I got closer, it's like I locked back, you know, and did did my head nod like what's happening when I walked by. Went to the cart that I went to and I was like, you know, assessing right quick, like what kind of temperature was, you know, going on right there. Get over to the cart, make my order. And um, I'm standing there and happen to turn around and oh boy was like right there. And as he got right there, I was like, I remember that face. And he was like, 
You came and talked to us at the prison. You remember me? Yes. I was like, I, the leg, you, you had the, the, the joint on, you had the crutches. As I got, and so <laughs> the conversation got going. He was telling me, I think he said he bumped into you too, since he had been out here. Yeah. He was kind of just giving me his update and whatnot and letting him let me know kind of what he was doing and, you know, how he was trying to maneuver at this time and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Shot him my info, told him, you know, talk to me on the back end, you know, let's, let's set something up. So that was just, again, one of those ways of that energy being put out there and how that came back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's pretty dope, man. And you, you can tell that. I mean, you can tell that the, that these guys is really impacted because many, I've seen I've seen at least one at least one or two of them, you know what I'm saying? And like they be they be glad to see like they your old family member. Right. right. Like like we like we just had a, a, a ancestry test and we found out we good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, it's, it's nice to see that they uh that they getting out, um, that they sort of, you know, being getting refocused and that they definitely recognize us outside of that, you know, and, and always appreciate the talks, man. That powerful. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a good one. But, yeah, I think all around things is going. The sun finally popped out for a couple hours, so that helps set the mood and keep it up top. And uh, crew Hey, bro, 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 speaking of calculated conversation, <clears throat> I mean, even as it pertains to branding, you know, how important do you think it is, you know, to be personable, you know, to tie your energy into your brand and, and sometimes, you know, have conversations and interactions with customers that's not always about the brand and being able to build on deeper levels, just kind of based on them feeling that, you know, that you authentic individual. You know, it's interesting you asked that. <clears throat> so since running these joints, I've had several people in person ask me, what does it mean? Like specifically right. the visionary. And they've asked me and by and saying that, it seems like it's talking to me and it's saying something and I want to know what the reason behind it, like what, it, what is the intent? Right. And you know, the way I break it down is <clears throat> that creatives, especially it's a lot going on in the head. And sometimes trying to paint that picture for you doesn't always work with the words that we have at our disposal. Right. And right. when you have that vision and you have this goal in mind, sometimes it's, <clears throat> better to just show you than to talk about it because right. I can, I can have this picture painted in my head vividly, but to sit and try to walk you through the brush strokes, it won't make sense. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself personally, and where I tie in with that whole image and that idea is how many times I've done projects, let's say it's a video and I'm trying to explain why I'm doing a shot a certain way. And right. they really can't picture what I'm saying and I find that there's really no way to articulate this in my head. I know what the end result is going to be. It might look weird and funky up front because right. of the way I'm turning this camera or the way that I have you positioned that just seems weird. And then when it all comes together, it's like, oh, and how many times that's been a part of the process in just right. different avenues I've dealt in. So sometimes it is just a lot. It's a lot harder to see it and show it than it is to speak to it. Right. Right, so that's right. kind of what it gets. And so that usually has led into the conversations going a million other places. And I think that kind of being the the opener and then just engaging because yeah. now it is that personable part where it's not an item they're buying. You know, they're not supporting that. They're supporting you. 
They right, are right. rocking with what it is that you're putting out because they believe in what it is that you have going over what the product is. Right. You know? And that's, <clears throat> I think for me as a consumer, the way that I consume things, like I've got shirts and stuff in my drawer in here that have never left the packaging. Why? Because it's not something that's necessarily my style, my vibe, but I spent the money because I was supporting what was going on because I understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. And again, that's no knock. I can support and it may not be my thing. You know what I mean? Right, and right. that's where, where the way that I think, and I know there's other people who think like that. And it's, it's more of just connecting with the people. And if people can identify with you and I feel like if there's a story or something that they can identify, that's why you go to most websites from companies and there's the about us section <laughs> with usually a story you go to, you know, right. most of these, even, you know, these smaller shops, there's an about me so right. that people can get a feel for who you are. And they tie that in then with the stuff that's coming out behind it. And if right. those things are not in sync, then people are kind of, eh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of why, you know, like, you know, with, with this business, you know, or any brand, you just have to make sure uh, people have to just make sure that they're really, really authentic and really being themselves because mm-hmm. your true self is what's going to create a dope brand or, or a dope idea. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of times which you either you already know or you're about to find more out more, you know, that sometimes people purchase just to be in your presence for a second. You know, just want to be able to pull from some of the energy that they learn so much about or learn so much from. Right. Um, you know, and make that connection in personal and in person. And that's, and that's worth it to them. Right. You know, um, you know, speaking of basically, you know, things tying in deeper when it's more physical or it's more visual, you can see it, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just having to hear it, mm-hmm. you know, I, have a, I, I mean, in my personal opinion, like I've always felt like, the law of attraction don't really work unless you take action, some kind of action, you know, like I feel like the universe don't really respond to words all the time. You know what I'm saying? It has to be parallel with some type of forward movement that will actually vibrate. Mm-hmm. So people can feel it like, okay, well, this is real. Since this is real. Now I want to talk to you about something right. or I want to, you know, I want to propose this mm-hmm. or I like to see more of this. Right. Like people don't start asking for something else until they see something already. You know what I mean? That part. <laughs> like you can, like, you can, you can pop the trunk and say, "I got." You know, you can pull up and say, "I got shirts for sale." Yeah. And somebody be like, "Yeah, cool, okay." You know, when uh, you know, you know, next time I see, I'm gonna grab a couple from you, or I'm, I'm, you know, that sounds good. Good job. Right. But if you show somebody a shirt, it's like they're like, "Oh, oh, so you really do this?" So let me ask you this: Like, can you do me a, a extra large and black and red one like that? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. now we talking business. Yeah, yeah. But they saw something, so you're serious. That's the real vibration, yeah. you know? And that's how, and that's what gets acknowledged as far as the law of attraction, mm-hmm. you know? And so people, you know, like, it's, it's good to talk and speak things into existence, but you also expected to make a couple moves so that these words and these actions is parallel. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the universe ain't going to trust you. Um, same thing with a relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like, you with a female and you say one thing, you do another thing, it ain't gonna make sense if she ain't gonna trust you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's the same thing in your career, in your life, and in any aspect of success that you're reaching for, your words and actions gotta say the exact same thing so that there's no confusion about who you are, why you're here, and what you're shooting for. Mm-hmm. That that's when it lines up. That consistency. All that the consistency. time. And that's where. <clears throat> You know, I was actually I was watching a uh, some joint on YouTube and it was about the dude who um, created the hundreds line. Oh, and 
I watched his story. I wasn't aware of <laughs> the buildup. And what you just said, that that belief in what it is that you're doing and that being what's jumping out in front of you to where mm -hmm. that is helping people be attracted to what you have going on. Right. The way in which he went and was able to get his first uh, his first <laughs> business deal and didn't have a single shirt printed, <laughs> showed a sketchbook and made this person believe that this is how they work and had no idea. Managed right. to get into set a play up to be able to get in multiple stores using this tactic. But his belief and his business partner's belief in what was to come was right. just that strong. So what was coming out was as if this was already a thing. And right. that's what translated to the person <laughs> who made the deal with them and right. on consignment. Like, let me get a pack then. Right. Like <clears throat> that, that to me hit in a crazy way. And the right. thing is you can see for him, even through the successes and, you know, some of the lows um, over the years, he's still true to his basic person who came into this, which is somebody that likes to sketch. <laughs> like that's that's what he was and who he was and he still remains true to that to this day and that's consistent with his brand through and through right so like like i was um it's funny about the stories and you know just kind of the you know you know some of the backlog of, of how a lot of these brands were started and why they're successful uh I know oftentimes i'm at the you know i'm at my my pop-up or whatever wherever i'm at you know doing my thing and people ask me a price, I'll, I'll let them know what it is. And specifically last last week, you know, or this week, somebody had asked for, uh, you know, something, a price or whatever, man. And he was like, okay, cool. So I, said, I don't know, I thought maybe it was too much for him. But anyway, we just kept talking about other stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like where the brand come from and, you know, and then we got deep into, you know, spirituality, you know, a little bit into just kind of who I am and how this started and where it's going and what it means. and. Mm -hmm. You know, after about like two, two, three minutes of conversation, he's like, man, let, man, let, let me get that hat, man. Let me get that hat. You know what I'm saying? And let me grab a shirt to, to go with it. Look. You know, he found he found his relationship. He's like, oh, I relate to that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so because um, I think he was kind of on the on the verge. Mm -hmm. And then he heard the story. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm supporting that. You know, copped it. Look, and that's a prime example. Again, people buy into the people. <laughs> that's what it boils down to people buy into people and that's in these businesses as they get bigger i'm, I'm sure that as your brand continues to grow and right. more willing it becomes you know this nationwide global setup mm -hmm. you'll still be the head of that and so whatever is at the head is what's going to trickle down and what's going to come out to the people right, and if right that person remains consistent then it's it's things like that because your employees will reflect that <laughs> the markets that you're in, the stores will reflect that. Right. So you'll still get that type of energy. Right, right. So yeah. That's hard. That's super dope, man. That's, that's just why it's important, bro. Yeah. But you but hey bro, you 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 know, you're doing the same thing, man. Keep up the good work, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's definitely fun. Again, I, I know you're enjoying I know you're enjoying yourself though. Yeah. I know you right. like, I know you kinda like dang, like I was like that. Yeah, even outside of like I think that because you know, we talk about this often, like I'm in love with the process of things. You know, it's like yes, of course, you know, having uh, uh, some merch and some things to be able to sell, great. But the process of getting all this stuff together is that's been the excitement has been kicking in that way, you know, whether it's <clears throat> setting up these different vendors, looking at, you know, different types of um, fabrics, uh, looking at the tags, you know, just that whole process, creating right. the visuals for right. promotion and so on. 
I feel like it's it's kind of touching in those areas that and it's for something that I'm interested in. It's not so much just a job. You know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, I'm making this for someone and it's, you know, doing it that way. This is something that I'm creating for myself. So I kind of have that creative freedom to just go. Right, and right. that's yeah. really filling me up in these moments. Yeah, that's tight, bro. Yes, sir. Probably. Yes, sir. Um, man, outside of that, uh, one of the things I wanted to, you know, touch on, I feel like, you know, we, we do a fairly good job of you know, sticking and keeping things, you know, very high energy and, right. you know, focusing on the things that bring or will put us in a place of peace and centering. Right. But right. Um, <clears throat> I know last week, uh, you know, I know I messaged you. Um, I just I had a day uh, for the listeners that should be aware of the Ahmaud Aubrey case. Um, right. You know, uh, <sighs> That case hit me. And for those not familiar, it was a young man, uh, 25 years old, jogging through a neighborhood. He stopped to look into a home that was being built. Right. Uh, so this wasn't going over a gate, jumping through right. a lock, anything. This is an right. open face house. Checked in, looked inside, saw the floor plan was in there for a minute or so, two minutes. Less than five. Went back on his jog. And was essentially chased down and murdered. And this case, uh, it was after the video surfaced. <laughs> and a lot of pressure, it seems, from the world um, and the outrage is what got these men convicted or not con charged, not convicted, sorry, charged, charged over a month <laughs> after this had happened. Um and their defense is that they uh, <laughs> that he was the person that had been breaking into some homes after a string of break-ins, uh, and then to find out that one of the culprits, which was a father and son team, one of them is ties to the police force. So <laughs> there's another layer of things going on there. That one hit me in a lot of ways. And <clears throat> again, I'm usually pretty good about being able to navigate my emotions and not letting too much, I guess, weigh me down. Like, and I think I'm also at a point I've been like many people, there's a way in which trauma's process and a way in which we build ourselves up that we almost become numb <laughs> to a lot of the things that happen um, and a lot of the violence and stuff that goes on around us. But this one hit me um, because I, I've stayed away from for a long time from watching police interactions with people right. when they post videos. I just right. skip over them. Shootings, even fighting. I just I skip over them. And this video, there happened to be an autoplay on whichever social media platform I was on. And while scrolling, I saw the end piece and the kind of struggle from the gun and to watch this man kind of walk off and then hit the ground, that bothered me in a whole nother way. <clears throat> now, being that I live in an area that I live in, which is predominantly Caucasian, um, I run over here often. On top of that, there's homes that are being built right around this corner. And over the process of them building these homes, I've stopped in multiple times to look and see the floor plan, to see the layout, not thinking anything of it on my jog. <laughs> and then to think the idea that I could just be jogging here 
and have someone pull up <laughs> with guns questioning me, some people from the neighborhood, not even the police, right. people from the neighborhood pull up <laughs> and play uh, that they're going to do a citizen's arrest with guns. And to think that I would just stop and comply, that blows my mind. And then to have people who will argue <laughs> they were they were fearful. Right. Which is why this tussle ensued, which resulted in this young man being killed. The way that these type of things are framed and the amount of times that fear <laughs> is used in the um, to help the aggressor, <laughs> to help the person behind the trigger. Right. As if the person in front of this gun <laughs> has no emotion. And that dug in a bit deeper for me also with the idea that how is being black in this country. It's put in context as if me being black, I don't feel pain. I don't have emotions. Right. I operate it one way. And I know and I say this often, I'm not mature enough just to sit and comply with somebody <laughs> infringing on my right. I don't have it to just shut up and say nothing. No, I'm gonna defend myself <laughs> if I am not in the wrong. I have emotion just like anyone else. So if I am scared and I am frightened, I'm gonna react off that the same way anyone else would. Right. But knowing that if that happens, I'm wrong for doing that. That's how the court is going to see it. That's how these police and these judges also, how they're going to see it. And of course, not all, right? But we've seen too many examples of this right. panning out to work in the favor. That's scary. I mentioned this to you, I think, um, in the conversation is that like I've ran over here and out of all the times I've been called an N-word in my life, it's happened while being in these streets. Passerbyers, right? Nobody face to face. Mm -hmm. And... Again, I don't know if I'm mature enough. I know the idea and the context is it's just words. Just turn around and walk away. Right. Yeah, cool. That's that's great in theory. And I really do commend the people who have that maturity. I don't know if I'm that mature in life yet. And the thing to know that no matter what, I am always going to be painted as an aggressor or to have that feeling that I'm always going to be painted as the aggressor. So I'm not allowed to stand as a man on my own, too, the way right. that others are. Because right. if me and you were to hop in a vehicle, drive down this street, hop out and do this, they wouldn't be saying a a talk radio show host who do a lot of good in the community. We're trying to do a simple citizen's arrest. That's not how that would be painted. Right. We would have no none of the cool pictures, all the great things we've done. None of those photos would pop up. It would be something that they found from however long ago to use <laughs> and to paint this picture that these menaces, you know, the, the, these troublesome guys. Right. And that is a hell of a place, a hell of a place to, to exist day in and day out. And just that weight sometimes, like, for instance, last week for me, that weight got too heavy and I really just had to sit. Right. I really, I really had to sit with it for a while and allow it to process through me finding myself frustrated at 
all of the cases. Right. Not only the cases, but thinking of the things that have happened personally. Right. Thinking of how many of these stories, how many tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of occurrences over the years of these type of situations right. that were not documented. And it was just left to he say, see, she say, which, again, in these type of settings, who are they going to believe? Right. Right. If we didn't have video of this, look. They're even they're trying to use the defense already that it was the tussle for the gun. And that's when it went off. Not that I brought a whole shotgun and pulled up on a young man. Right. And jumped out with it. And I guess expected him to lay it out. Right. right? Um, It's it's perplexing. And. I think that this one hit a lot of people because I feel a lot of people and I don't know if it's because we're sitting down and not able to keep with the pace of our normal lives due to this COVID-19 restriction. Um, people have had to sit with this and I feel that just in its entirety hit people a different type of way. And I really hope something comes out of it that is going to show that you don't have the license to kill just because you're not in this hue. Right. That was my piece. I just I had to, you know, just just get that get that off my chest. And, you know, on our platform, again, we typically stay away from this stuff. But this is stuff that actually affects us in our day to day life and things that we are challenged with, things we think about, things we face. And then when you see it repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly (laughs) happening, you start to get a sense that the the marching and the (laughs) kumbayas and, you know, uh, hashtags are not the answer. Right. I think, um, you know, it's uh, one thing you said is this fear thing, man. Um, You know, we got to stop being held responsible for people's fears, you know, just being born, just being alive. Existing. You know, um, I mean, the pressure is crazy, man. You know, I mean, we can all ignore it and act like it don't exist and focus only on the positive, but that don't mean, you know, on a daily basis, you know, we don't feel these, we don't feel this, this American, this this American vibe, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, we got to do extra just to be normal. It seems like, you know, um, everyone's like, everyone else is just a, a normal citizen, you know, like, and we have to prove like beyond a reasonable doubt that there's nothing wrong with us. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just crazy, bro. And so, um, you know, this conversation definitely worth having, man. And it's a clear picture, you know, I just feel into what was always been going on. I know that the dude, I know that Will Smith says something about it. it ain't more crime happening. It ain't more hate crimes happening. They're just being filmed now. You know, that that's, that's the part. That's the part that it's the idea that my words our words collectively don't mean much. And then even when you pull our words from it and say, here, see for yourself, mm-hmm. it's still what we need to know the whole story. We need to, no matter right. how many people right. are saying what happened, but then you get, let somebody kick mm-hmm. a dog, you know, and no, not to, you know, make that out like that, but let something like that happen. People are up in arms, ready to shut it all down. Right. But this human life, <laughs> it you know it just it, it's frustrating 
And again, you know, trying to operate in the way that we operate, especially being that we interact with people. And I think people look to us to, you know, uphold ourselves a certain way and to be on a frequency. And there's times where that dips, you know, because I know Monday I was I don't I just don't got it in me. Like I, yeah. there wasn't a bunch of messages going back out there. It was a lot. I just kind of really had to shut it down. I yeah. really had to let that one through. And I think that was <clears throat> letting it from when I first learned of it, but then having to research it for another program uh, that we had to dis- discuss it after discussing it, it just, it, it started hitting me. And I yeah. think, you know, you see how long that message was. I wrote you. It was just like those type of moments. I've got several of those where it's just like those frustrations were, coming yeah you know and like i told you guys on online what i put up if something happened to me please send the address don't go march don't put a hashtag up send that address to somebody that loves me the people right. that love me um, right. but i just i i just want to give a break for that and for anybody out there you know that's feeling those effects and again i know it's not only people of color that are feeling the effects and feel bad about this this isn't to you know take anything from anyone but just as you know, men navigating this world and you and I specifically in this conversation, you know, we're out here, we're moving around, we're visible. Um, and we're big on top of that, you know, and people's fear. I just, I want to be able to have that same, um, be able to be given that same space to be fearful, to be scared, to, Right. Be excited to be happy and want more, want better, do better, and that not be minimized. Right. And not be criticized for your reactions of being normal, <laughs> you know, and, and being able to be a man with emotion, um, you know, that got our own struggles, you know, like this shouldn't. I just don't think that, I mean, I find it highly unlikely for every any black man in this entire country that don't just have a, even just a quiet struggle with the way things are and how things have been, you know, and why they are, you know. Some deal with it better than others, you know. Some are able to channel a little more correctly and some it just hitting the heart and and sometimes they lose track of what, you know, what's what's important in their own life sometimes, you know. Right. Um, you know, it's just a balance and it just depends on, you know, how well you're able to to really look at the truth of, you know, who we are and, and, and where we live uh, and figure out what, what it is that we, we need to do in order to make sure that we stay, you know, uh, that we don't mentally drain ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, um, or get to a point to where, you know, we we. Um, feeding into the stereotypes and stuff like that. You know I mean? And it's all easier said than done, man. But, you know, it's a struggle, man. And and I'm like you, man. I just don't know how we react in a lot of these situations because, you know, if you're in this country and you're black, I mean, you know, there's a chance that, you know, you, you might have a little bit of resentment in you, mm-hmm. you know, on some level. If it's not enough to, you know, and it don't mean racism, it don't mean any of that. Just you, you probably, you know, you probably got some level of resentment for the, the country you live in. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so and dealing with that and then having to deal with, you know, certain interactions in society, whereas, you know, like people overstepping their boundaries because of who you are, what you look like. And sometimes just being at the end of your rope, you know, what I'm saying they don't really know how long we've been battling this stuff. Right. You know, how many situations we've been through, like how many times we've been called the N word, you know, right. most people don't even know. <laughs> right. And, you know, um, 
you know, after a while, you know, you start to, you know, you start, like you say, you try to become numb to it. But in the end, when you see something like this, it's a constant reminder that, man, we ain't came too far. Man, man, I just, <laughs> yeah. We ain't came too far. <laughs> and it's, 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 you know, the, the thing is that <clears throat> I think about something I tell you know, and have told my children, and again, we all parent different, right? So don't nobody come for me. <laughs> but, right, right. you know, I've painted this picture. Some people understand words. Some people understand a punch in the mouth. Right, right. So you always lead with the words and try to get people to understand and see if you can de-escalate from there. Some people are not going to respect those words. The next best thing is a punch in the mouth. People leave you alone a lot quicker after that punch in the mouth. Again, I know I may not get parenting uh, awards for saying that, but this is something that I give. And I look at situations like this where <laughs> there's never a there's never a follow up. So if this is always being done and being accepted, that's part of the conditioning. Right. Right. This can just be done. Um, I see how deep that that plays. And I understand that there's a, a crazy history, you know, in that if you just, you know, just in our 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 country in general, the history that's there and where we find ourselves at time without even realizing it, how somebody that looks like me will go across town and smoke somebody, meaning shoot somebody that looks just like me. They'll do that all day, but won't go across town and get that person that did something crazy <laughs> to a person of color. And right. got off. You know what I mean? And again, I'm not promoting and saying to go do it. It's just interesting how that works and how that works against at the same time. I just. Um, Did you hear when Nipsey addressed that? Yeah. That was powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's. He said, he said, he said ultimately, you're looking for yourself. Looking for yourself. I was like, wow. If that had hit, if that had hit nobody, you know, like in the heart, that's crazy. That's it. When you unpack it, as he said, you unpack that and realize you're essentially looking for yourself because you pass up all the other things. So what. Uh, so what would you like to see happen, man? What do you think that like, you know, even as far as this case, I mean, what is there anything that will make it? I would I would like to see these type of cases actually work out how they should <laughs> when there's evidence showing that people are being murdered, people are being killed. I wish they would quit treating these young African-American men and women, people of color in whatever denomination, treating them as if they're sub-rate, that their emotions don't play a part. Their responses to this stuff doesn't mean anything. Right. People being able to walk away just simply because I was scared. <laughs> But yeah, there's a person dead and families that have to grieve um, over you being scared and there's nothing. It's like, oops, <laughs> that happened. Um, I I would like to see this go and an example to be made the same way that they do over here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, when, when one of us get, you know, how many people sitting right now? Now, now marijuana is legal. How many people are sitting doing 20, 30 years over a bag of weed? Right. And now their uh, politicians are funding ops, crow ops. <laughs> you know, right. it's just I want to see this be railroaded. I want the example to be made that, no, you can't just go do what you feel. You know, man, you know, when, when I think about the resolution to all this, that would 
give it some sort of, you know, civil rest mm-hmm. is accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that people forget that the main issue with any of these killings or any of this injustice or these cases or these shootings, the main issue is just accountability. You know what I mean? And so, you know, people contending that blacks shoot blacks just as much <laughs> don't understand that if any black shoot any black, he gets held accountable. So we're not we're not necessarily just talking about killing somebody. We're talking about being held accountable for killing somebody so it don't look like it's okay. And you encourage more of the same as the country set this precedence that you might actually get off if you kill a black man. So I would you you know you can take your chances in America. You know, and that's the message that we get, you know, and, and they gotta understand what that's doing, you know, to social relations and, and um you know, just the world, the, the world's energy as a whole, you know, like anybody that commits these crimes needs to be held to the same standard and that you're not doing that. You know, you're creating a whole nother conversation that's causing, you know, more people to get, you know, um, to be unrested, you know, and and to have more pains and to march and to fight and kill even more, mm-hmm. you know. And so, I mean, they got they have to they got to understand what they're doing. I mean, and. And you create an angry, you know, you're starting to create angry, angry race and you're creating a trigger happy race or, you know, people, whatever the case is. It's just, you know, it's, it's just promoting more of the same and then it's justifying that this is OK and you won't be held accountable. Right. And you I, know? Think, I think that us on the coasts, East Coast and West Coast, we have a, you know, our way of life versus, you know, your middle of America, your down south it we're there's a buffer that we have from the actual race relations that are going on in these type of oh, yeah. things. You know, we think about these laws. There's so many people that are easy to say, yeah, we came so far, but there's laws that are just got changed. You got people voting against public lynchings. How? Right. You know, it, it's, it's, there's so many things that have been written on the law books to promote this type of behavior and to support this type of behavior. And that's the part that people fail to realize there are people who <laughs> are still in these positions of power who were alive in the fifties and the sixties, <laughs> hosing people down and, you know, being with, at, 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 being very upset when neighborhoods became integrated, <laughs> when they started to open up all this segregation, these same people who were livid about that <laughs> are still sitting in these judges seats who mm-hmm. are still in these lawmaker positions. You know what I mean? Like there, there it, it's not far removed. It's really not far removed. And that's an element of it that doesn't get brought into question. And I think that's where you see a lot of these cases and it kind of gets through its process and tossed out. And there's not really any outrage because, again, this is more normal to people (laughs) than people think. Right, right. Damn. Yeah, it gets deep. But uh, how deep is your love? (laughs) (laughs) Or your hate. (laughs) Yeah. But... um, kind of taking a little bit of a a palate cleanse and, you know, wanting to have a conversation a little bit uh, around uh, conditional love and understanding um, our interactions with people and how more people can be um, more people would be able to protect their peace and 
their mental standing by understanding <laughs> where they stand with people. Right. right. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm going to pull up something cause I want to just, you know, read what I actually had wrote earlier. Um, and this, you know, it was a discussion that I had with one of my partners earlier uh, today and just kind of the back and forth is kind of what led to this, but I put um, <clears throat> something I've thought about, but haven't unpacked is the idea of how conditional love is destructive to the psyche. If you're not aware if it's just that conditional become better at understanding there's a difference in the type of loves and type of relationships and you'll become better at managing them. Be aware that your party friends may not be the same friends in your corner when you decide to party to not party anymore. The homies from the gang who applauded your destruction in the community may not be the same ones in the crowd clapping when you accept your college degree. And the same cheers and we love you said while you're providing often change when you stumble in your foot race. Love has become more of a term for a moment's endearment and less of a commitment to the effort to sustain. And again, I don't mean this in a specific regard, but in an overall sense. And I think we should be replacing many I love you sentiments with I love doing insert whatever with you or I yeah. love that you do this thing. And those phrases are keep it related to the situations and move the person, remove the person from it. Um, <clears throat> that's a thing that I see often when people are like, you know, nobody's helping me do this. Uh, all these people that say they love me, but nobody. And it's like, are these your group of friends that you just drink and do whatever with? <laughs> then you're setting yourself up because if you haven't been able to recognize where they're at and it's not a, it's not a knock on it, but just understand that your help me move friends <laughs> may right. not be the, we, we kick it and do this friends. You know what I mean? Um, right. And people, you know, the, I love you. I love you. I love you there's some weight with that and understand that some of that is conditional. And if you get the conditions that those are under, then you can go, you have definitely your unconditional. As we talk about, you know, the, the idea the the pop popular phrase, uh, day ones. And it's like, that's not, you know, day one, meaning since a child, as much as it means since day one, this has been solid all the way around. Right. And knowing who it is and what it is you rock with and how you rock with them, you you usually only have a, a cluster of friends who are your all arounds, people that you can go party with. But also when life is hitting you, you can pick up that phone and really get into your feelings. Right. You know, and be able to have that and understand that if you don't know that the person you're rocking with is you're going to get that full context in your dealings. If you don't know, you need to explore that or you're going to run into these brick walls and find yourself bitter probably about it. And again, it's not so much a bad thing because me not rocking with you so much in this capacity doesn't mean I dislike you. Right. This is just may have been where we rock and where our energies work together well. Right. There's people who are the most awesome together doing a collaboration on this, but that's where that piece is. And then over here, that may not, you know, be what it, but that's an expectation that you have to not set if that's not understood. And it goes right. back to, again, calculated conversation, right? Understanding where we, we're at with each other. And this is in any type of relationships, not just, you know, a romantic relationship, but just knowing that the people around you, when you're putting out <clears throat> or they're putting out love, you could be winning. You know how many people I'm sure there's all oh, love you, bro, based on you doing great. But if you fail from that grace, how many of those same people are given that same kind of love? So right. just being able to understand the differences in that, or at least trying to understand better the differences in that, right. I think will help us because it can be destructive if you're not able to recognize that, what that can do to your psyche by feeling like 
everybody's turned up. And it's like, no, they didn't change. They didn't switch up on you. That just wasn't the capacity that this right. was supposed to be in. Right. So you're damaged now and damaging yourself further and further with these different type of relationships that you're having because this expectation that you're putting that if you do this, then it should be all the way and all around, all encompassing. Well, right. We have not had a conversation about each other's life the whole time we've known each other. And then a year later, I hit you with this. And my expectation is that we're connecting. And I don't really know nothing about to even. I mean, I'm not just going to turn. But I mean, am I the person you ain't never came to me with nothing? And then all of a sudden, like, right. so you have to take those things or you should want to take those things and take a, uh, a look into that. And I think it would help to eliminate some of the people's some people finding themselves at points of F everybody. Right. And that's right. not. Yeah shouldn't be the case right you know putting um it's like just a classic case of just kind of leaving your happiness up to external circumstances mm -hmm. uh and not having not maintaining the power over, over you know when you decide to be happy you know so in essence you know other people get a chance to decide when you're happy and when you're mad um uh, and also they have no you know, their decisions have no bearing on how happy you really are. Like you're not in their mind when they're making decisions, you're not the one they're considering. Mm -hmm. And so you're taking all that personal and really it's not, you know what I'm saying? And so, and I think that's the point where we got to get to personal growth and just more self-awareness and self-love. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the main key. Uh, and then you can kind of acknowledge what love is real, what love is not, you know? Like, again, we talk about, words and actions well people say it all the time but you know when the actions don't lined up you know you get the side eye like yeah you love me only when i'm doing this right well, and, what, and, what, what's new say you don't love me you but that's what you're talking about he was on the yeah. way back then and that but and there's nothing wrong with i think highlighting those things you know of in because i think sometimes we don't acknowledge necessary that necessarily the context in which we rock, but I love you in my mind. And again, this is me when I'm like, I love you. This is all encompassing, right? For, that's in my head. If I'm giving those words, that means this is all of this, all right. of the stuff that comes with that Everything. is included. Right? right. And so I wouldn't play around necessarily with that. If that wasn't a part of the situation right. outside of that, we can rock. And that doesn't mean I'm opposed to, we can rock, we can have crazy fun. We can do all of that, but understand that if that's not been put out there, if it's not been laid out that this is the type of way we rock and we don't have that understanding, then I don't put, I wouldn't put that on somebody. Right. right. And <clears throat> if the party crew, I, I think I'm going back in my mind right now. It's like thinking of back in my early twenties, I knew who, when I did go out, I knew which partners to bring depending on where we were going. Mm -hmm. I, I got my friends that wouldn't pick up and throw a, a grape in a food fight. And I got my partners who will help tear a room up. I had that understanding that at that age and I knew how to move accordingly. Right. I'm not going to go and be in a situation or be in a place where a situation could possibly transpire and have people that I know are going to run. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that. That doesn't make that any less. I know where that is my guy in context yeah. too. So I know that I rock with them in this setting because there's a lot of people who would go out with those type of friends to a place, find themselves in some type of an altercation and then be mad at their friends when their friends have never showed them that they would be those type of people. 
Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And now you're upset with them when you should have been able to assess and realize like, okay, that's not necessarily for that. And if I wanted to go somewhere with them and have, then it shouldn't have been this place that I know there's a chance of a highly likely chance. And you know what type of places I'm talking about. So yeah. yeah. So having that kind of understanding, um, it's just, that's what has to be taken into account and taking having accountability for yourself and how you're maneuvering, how you're dealing with people and not just expecting anyone that you meet and that you like that they're going to be somebody that falls under this all encompassing for you. Right. And and I think that's a big part of, uh, you know, calculated conversation, you know, just understanding, man, that, you know, people are different and no one really operates off your plane or your movement. You know what I'm saying? And where we get short-sighted at is we believe that most people have the same information we have and will react to any given scenario the same way we will. You know what I'm saying? And that's what makes it tough. And then we want to get upset, get angry. And, and the other person like, what do you mean? This, this is what I always do when this happens. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I don't ever do nothing different. You didn't know that? You know what I mean? And uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's on us to really understand, like, ourselves and who we who we around, not to change them or, or or change a format, but just to make sure we know what it is. Yes. So that we again, according to calculated conversation, we get the most success out of every interaction. Like if I know that you don't squab, and then I'll make sure I'm with you. We only hanging around females. Look, you know what I'm saying. And so our interaction should be good. Simple. Simple. You know. Yes. So you don't, you, don't, you don't bring the guy who can't drive a stick to be a designated driver for your car with a stick shift. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, it won't translate. <laughs> it does. You're going to drive like an automatic, man. You're going to buck. <laughs> hey. <laughs> or, or the car going to turn off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, one thing I want to I wanna shout out right quick before we get up out of here. Um, on the numbers.fm, bam, uh, got a show, Aaron, every Monday at 8 a.m., 12 p.m., and 8 p.m., which is essentially our version of the weekend update for the people that watch Saturday Night Live. So it's kind of a recap of the top news stories over the week. Me and Am go back and forth and drop that in on you. So make sure you guys check that out this week. It'll be up tomorrow. Actually, we just started it uh, last Monday. So you guys make sure to tune in and check that out on the numbers.fm. Dope. That being said, much love, y'all, man. We appreciate uh, everybody that consistently tunes in to calculate a conversation. Yes, Lord. Um, all the love that we've been shown, the appreciation, uh, you know, and just the uh, just the respect that people, you know, give us when they uh, get a chance to run across us off air. You know, it means a lot to hear that uh, it's making an impact and that it's touching people in ways that matter, you know? Yes, Lord. So people where uh, they can find us at check us out on IG at calculated conversation, Facebook calculated conversation, radio show, Twitter at calculated talk. The website is www.calculatedconversation.com. We on Google play. We on iTunes, um, email calculated conversation at gmail.com. And we out, man. Next week. Calculated everything. Peace. Peace.